Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health therapy or assistance that you feel you may need. In this podcast, I am here to share with you guys my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful boys. I recently left a very toxic marriage of 11 years. It involved um, methamphetamine abuse and I was the codependent wife. I found that staying in that marriage obviously was not the best for not just myself, but of course for my two little boys. So as my journey unfolds and I enter this new chapter, I do hope that I have the ability to help and empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation as mine to find strength within themselves to rise up and rediscover themselves as well. Hello and happy Thursday. I was thinking it was Wednesday, but the time's going by really quick. We had Halloween. It just amazes me of how fast things go, Um, especially since my transition. Things have gone pretty quickly. I recall it just being you know, towards the midsummer, and now here we are transitioning into fall and the holidays are coming up. I did have to take um, a step back and just once again absorb all of the surroundings and just take that time to just feel everything. And I truly believe that that's something that is needed. That's something that I've definitely learned these past few months as far as how to cope with things, you know. And um, I've had a few conversations with various people, um, my ex-husband one of them, as one of them. And, you know, it really just gives you a new perspective each time. And, you know, you realize that you've actually grown Or you know that you're progressing when every time you have a conversation with your your ex-significant other, your ex-husband, if you will. Um, I know some of us are not really in the position to to have these conversations with them or, you know, and and it does take time. It it truly does. But um, I've noticed that the conversations that I've had with him are, you know... uh, I see things differently and, um, you know, not just for me to tell him something differently, but I myself am able to reflect on what happened and why things happened um, as they did in a different way and um, it makes more sense and I know that as far as getting a clear, you know, uh, peace of mind. I 
I've noticed that, you know, I am progressing towards that and I am happy about that. Dealing with these things are not really easy because, you know, you do need the support. You These are the times that you truly need to go and, you know, seek therapy. Because people that are within your life, your your inner circle, they want what's best for you. And they do tend to kind of be on the biased end. And at this point in our lives, I believe that that's not something that we, we really need. They do have our best intentions, however, or interests, I'm sorry. However, you know, sometimes that whole biasness can totally interfere with um you know with the advice they give us and so that's why it's best to seek you know help from any type of therapist because they are an outside party and they are professionals so they could definitely assist with that which by the way I still have not had anybody pick up my my case and that's fine however I'm doing what I can to really understand what's been going on and um to really just self-cope eventually I know that there's going to be a time where I'm going to need to really push and make sure that I do get seen and my boys things that I wanted to kind of share just giving you guys a quick update um you know it it's been rather tough the last few weeks you know um, it goes up and down because at this point even though you filed even though you know there's these people are still tied to you because they are the other parent because they are the father the mother of your children so it's like whatever happens to them or whatever actions they choose to take will affect you because they are connected with your children um, now, once again, as I said in the disclaimer, I'm not a licensed professional. This, everything that I'm sharing with you guys right now are my own insights. These are genuine feelings that I struggle with on a daily basis. These are thoughts that I struggle with. These are what basically caused me to be at war with myself, you know, and um, I'm, I'm not somebody that, you know, has everything together but I do know that I'm, I'm gonna be okay that's the main goal is my children and I will be fine they will be okay and um, you just we just have to keep we have to stay strong and um, you know we go forth with the plan and if that doesn't work we go back to the drawing board well like I said things have been rather difficult, rather, you know, maybe confusing for the kids. And sometimes there's things that we don't see. Our children may be resilient, they may be okay, but then when you really think about it, there's probably a lot of things that they are hiding within themselves because they just choose not to talk about it. Yesterday, my children got to speak with their ex, with my ex. And it made me realize that they truly are holding back a lot of hurt. Certain behaviors that are being displayed and um, 
you know, it seems like it would be normal. However, it's out of their norm. But I realize that they still are affected by this. And I got to do what I can. We had a parent-teacher conference today, and that was rather interesting. You know, the boys are doing good. However, they're on the distracted side. And if we as adults can appear to be distracted because of things that are happening in our lives, then what more of children? So, one thing I do suggests, of course, we are all very apprehensive about putting our business, airing our dirty laundry. However, it's, I believe that if your intentions are not to bash or, you know, you know what your intentions are, you know, but I do see that my children are struggling. I do see that, you know, maybe while they're at school, They're probably thinking about what happened or they're missing their father and that's okay. But I believe that, you know, since their teachers are working with them on a daily basis, it is a good idea to let the teachers know what's been happening and why the children are maybe acting the way they are. And, you know, people do understand I think we tend to keep guarded and, um, you know, we just try to hide everything. But sometimes we really have to be open and honest. And uh, I did speak with my boys' teachers and, you know, what, what I got out of it was actually pretty shocking. You know, one of their teachers told me, You know what, I'm glad you told me. Both of them said, I'm glad you told me. But one of them had told me I could definitely tell something was going on. And so now they know that, you know, if their focus is, you know, their focus is elsewhere, they know what it could possibly be. And perhaps, you know, it will help them out. But... I also recognized that there's so much more going on with my children than, you know, I, I thought. And so that basically gave me that wake-up call that I am to really check on them probably more often. It's not that I haven't been. However, I, I believe that there's probably more that I do need to do. Um, to just keep their mind not completely off of things that happen because I do believe that in order for us to come into peace, we do need to feel. We do need to feel everything that's happening and realize it and then understand it. And then if we can't change it, we let it go. And I do want my children to understand that we can't run away from problems We cannot put a mask over our emotions and run away. It doesn't work that way. And that's something that I've learned. It's okay to feel. You have to feel. 
if you understand that and if you realize that you truly just have to not embrace nobody wants to embrace hurt but if you understand that you have to go through it then it'll make things a lot more simpler for you it won't make it painless but you know what you're gonna face and for my children I have to share because when I walked out of their classrooms they were a little bit on the scared side because they thought I was going to lecture them on their you know their their shortcomings but I told them you know I am proud of you guys because as I was walking I looked at both of them and their head is held high regardless of all the things that they've encountered this past year regardless of all the hurt that they've endured my eight and my nine-year-old boy are able to keep their head held high and still smile and still provide kindness to those around them so I do believe that there is some good that came out of things there will be a point during your separation where you will feel that you're doing something horrible to your kids because you broke up your family and who knows maybe your ex-partner will accuse you of breaking up your family because you couldn't stay but nobody has that right to tell you to stay and torture yourself. I hope you guys understand that. Because for me, that is definitely something that I still battle with. Back and forth. Did I really break up my family? And this is why my friends... We need to seek therapy. But every day that I think about it, I've written down my reasons of why I've left. And I understand because I, I take a look at the picture as a whole. And it's not about what belonged to me or as things should be. Because if, you know, with anything that we all, we're all a part of that picture. But if we're not functioning correctly, then it's just not going to work. And it's not just going to not work for us. It's not going to work for the children. It's not going to work for the spouse. You can't just force something together that was once there because you feel that it was meant to be there. It doesn't work that way. And so, having a chat with my ex-husband, he had said, he does not just want the children. He wants his whole family, he wants his family back as a whole. Which basically is indicating to me that he probably sees this as 
This whole family belonged to him and he would like to have it back as a whole. But unfortunately, it's not going to work well that way. Because even if I was willing to go back, I'm, you know, I'm looking at things because I will tell you, my friends, that when you leave this situation and you will find yourself where you're trying, where your spouse, ex-spouse is trying to reinsert themselves and you'll find yourself in this predicament or in this position where you're like, okay, well, you know, it's not, you know, maybe you might be considering it. Me personally, I'm not because I've really thought things through. And these are things that you really need to think about. When they're telling you things and they're having conversations with you, whether or not things are said out of anger, out of hurt, it doesn't matter what, what the reason is. Because we are all adults. We are all responsible for our own emotions. We are all held accountable for everything. It doesn't matter. I don't believe that anybody that has any, any type of issues should be pardoned. They need, and if they have those issues, they need to solve that on their own. And then come back and talk to you. You can't just accept somebody back because they're telling you that they want you back. Or because it's affecting the kids. You, I have had my kids. I've had my kids with me from day one, from prior to leaving, and to now. And I have noticed a difference. Yes, they hurt. Yes, they miss their father. However, not only did I drag myself through hell to get out of that situation, but I dragged my children through hell. And everything that I have done would have been for nothing. If I just fold up and said, okay, let me give you another chance. But then some people change, my friends. Some people change. However, really reevaluate what they've been doing. If they're doing things and they're expecting you to give 110, then they will give 110. That's not a good sign. If they're telling you, well, I'll do this if you do this. This is not a negotiation. This is not let's make a deal. It doesn't work that way. You left for specific reasons. You got to stick to your guns. Because I can guarantee you, if you were to bring up a conversation that will ruffle their feathers, you will see that old person come out. And one thing that I had mentioned is, okay, you're telling me you want all of this. However, you are still the same person that I left. 
you are still the same person that's telling me the same hurtful things. If they truly want their family back, this is not like, well, if you take me back, I'll do this. No, if they really wanted you back, if they wanted their family, if their family meant more to them than what their guilty pleasures were, that would have been dropped without any questions asked. And they would have gotten themselves together. You don't fester and just dwindle in the mud and say, if you get me out of here, I'll wash off. It doesn't work that way, my friends. Understand your worth. Understand that you went through a great amount of trials to be where you're at. And you're... you're putting your mental peace at stake. And not only that, you're putting your children's peace at stake. So please be mindful of that. I say this because this is things that I say, I like I mentioned, I go through, not on a daily basis, but this is just part of my journey. That I am sharing with you guys. Like I said. It's been hard. But you have to stay strong. And I know that. It is easier to say. Hey well just don't contact these people. That's not within your control. Sometimes they just. Come back. Sometimes they you know. Things are not working well in that other life. Of theirs and. They come to you as a safety net. That may or may not be the case. They'll deny that they, that's what they're doing. But you're smarter than that. You are. They know you. And they know how to get under your skin. So please be wise. Be prepared for that. I bring this up because I just want you guys to know that this stuff will happen. If it hasn't already happened. And if it's happening now, you know... Really think things through. Life is too short. This journey is for you. I see this as this is for me. And I'm not, I'm being selfish not because I'm trying to be petty. I'm being selfish because I do want a much better life and I've experienced being caged with manipulation and just toxicity. And now I've had a taste of freedom. I've had a taste of having the ability to be in my own safe haven and not have to worry about walking on eggshells or pissing anybody off or, you know, um, having to avoid an argument or my feelings getting hurt. And, you know, being afraid to talk about my feelings because I want to work things out with somebody that doesn't want to work it out. That's just too much to deal with. And, of course, you're going to get the guilt trip. But you can't buy into that. Because you also have to realize that you could also be 
capable of being toxic to the other person. Maybe, you know, the person that, you know, maybe you guys decide to get back. And here's just a scenario to think about, you know. Of course, it's still fresh. It's not going to heal overnight. It's not going to heal within two months' time. I know you know this because you've probably tried to work things out while you were under the same roof. And you might think, like, for me, it's been four months. You know, there's a possibility. This is not actually what I think, but there's a possibility that I could think, hey, you know, it's been four months. Maybe he actually has changed. Let me go ahead and and give it a shot. Well, like I said, evaluate how the people, how how your ex-spouse is talking and you'll see if you guys are having the same conversations that you've had within the past few years that you guys have been living together, I can guarantee you nothing is going to change. And I will say this, I would not even consider it because I am afraid that, you know, I mean, it's not even, for me, it's not even worth a try. It's not worth a try because it took me so much to get out of that. And I'm still healing. I'm still repairing myself. My glue is still setting from the pieces that I've put together as I'm still trying to find which piece goes where. I'm still working on myself. I'm still a working progress. And I cannot afford to have anybody knock it down. I still have certain people chip at me as I'm trying to repair myself. They don't realize that. But I still have close family and friends chipping away at me, not realizing it. And that's why sometimes I have to keep my distance because they don't understand that I'm still a fragile soul that's trying to put myself back together. And that's why at this point I have to be selfish. I can't afford anything else because at this point I am the sole guardian of my children. And my children need to see me strong. They cannot see me weak. This is a crucial time for them. And as they see me during this time in our lives, this is what's going to stick to them the most. This is how they're going to realize, wait, how did my mom deal with a problem like this? When they, when fast forward years from now, they, God forbid, have any type of similar situations where it's like, you know, they, how did mommy deal with this? They will think about that because I was there as a child. And now I wonder how would my mom have dealt with this? There's certain ways that she dealt with it that I basically took upon the same route. However, there are certain ways that I probably don't agree with. And that's why I took it as a different route. And we have to give them that option. We have to be that We have to basically start that ripple in the water so they see that and they follow and they become strong adults. They'll remember it. 
And that's what's important to me. And every day I talk to them, it gets hard because they do throw fits. They do act up. And then, of course, it's because of this. But, you know, this is the time that I realize that I do have to speak with them. And I really do have to get their their insights on things and respect their feelings. This, I can't reiterate it anymore. This is a time for us, those who have left, to rebuild ourselves and put ourselves back together. No distractions. Sometimes you have to even... My goals have been delayed and just set aside for the moment because I know that if I am not operating correctly, I won't be able to obtain those, you know, obtain those goals anyways. I have to make sure that how am I going to get to the destination if I know my engine's not working? You have to repair first. You have to know what the problem is. You can't just... I've tried that. Where I've used keeping busy as a way to distract myself from my problems. You have to face your problems. They're always going to be there. They're never going to go away. You can bury that for years, but I can promise you, my friends, they will still be there and they will greet you with vengeance. And they will be smellier than ever. So now is that time for you to really think things through. Think about all the aspects in your life. Of course, don't dwindle and dwell on the past. Understand it and move on. The ones you cannot accept, let it go. Because you can't do anything about it. Things that you can control, fix it. I can promise you, you'll feel more fulfilled. I've done that before. Everything that I'm mentioning right now, I have gone through. And I will say this, it is, it is difficult because I have definitely kind of kept to myself because I didn't want to burden anybody else with my problems. But of course, there's always going to be those certain people in your life that will, you know, that you will lean on because they just help you through these hard times. It may not even be somebody that you were close to your life. It may be somebody that you just encounter because they're in the same situation as you and you guys lean on each other. Now, there's nothing wrong with having that type of companion, but I will say this. Please be very mindful with who you allow in your life right now. If this person is providing positivity and you're feeling that you're moving forward, there's nothing wrong with having that person in your life. However, if this person is going to be bringing you more, you know, heartache, headache, or what have you, you, you have to call it quits. You have to understand what's going to be good for you and what's not. This is that time that you really have to put things in perspective. Well, that is my insight for today. 
um, I will be having more guests. Well, not more. I'm going to start having guests. And, um, you know, I'm excited because we'll be sharing other insights and, you know, having, having our little conversations about things that they've gone through. And um, I, I realize that there's a few people that um, are going through quite a bit and it, it's heartbreaking. So I am very excited to start that. Um, and for those that have reached out to me on my Instagram, my Snapchat, you know, you guys are pretty much the reasons why I want to continue doing this even more. I want to be able to help more out there and empower more people, not just women. I know men are going through this, but it's going to be okay. I promise. I am going through some tough times as we speak emotionally, but I I know it's going to be okay. As I always say, we will get through this together. So once again, thank you for listening to a very candid episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Carrie Golightly. So until next time, please take care, be kind to yourself, and just take it easy. Bye now.